Alright, you guys are not going to believe this, but this is a landmark, the 20th episode of the Malapert Smart Wrestling Podcast, and if uh, our legions of fans didn't notice, we have a special guest today for this special occasion. It's our friend Brian. We've teased him coming on for the past couple weeks, you know, we, we thought maybe we'd have him last week, but we got him now. So... Brian, welcome to our uh, our humble show. <laughs> um, oh, you're muted. Uh, we can't Brian, you. you gotta unmute yourself, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we gotta hear you, dude. <laughs> Hello. Oh, yeah, there, there you, you go. There there you go. go. Oh. Okay, okay. I have a hoodie on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I just want to say no. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. Thank you for the invite. Uh, I'm happy to be here. I love all you motherfuckers. Oh, wait, can, we, can I curse on this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, on the podcast uh, platforms, I have the little E on there. So it shows that okay, we, cur- okay. we curse. Well, I, but... I'll say I'm glad to be here because, you know, I, I love all you guys. So let's yeah, talk about yeah. it. Good to have you, man. Of course, of course. Love you too, man. Brian and Robert, I met at the local bar we go to. We don't need to say the name because I don't want Why all not? our... I don't want our, all our groupies coming out, and you know we need some time to ourselves and away from groupies. <laughs> crazy, our crazy no, screw fans. that, screw that. Give, give some promotion to where we met. All right, uh, all right. The banter bar. We go to the banter bar. Banter on uh, yeah. on national. You, you ain't got you ain't gotta give the address. I mean, <laughs> if if they're interested, they'll 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 do their Google research and find out. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's cool. well, uh, it's yeah. it's a chill place, but yeah, Vlad has been my best friend since third grade, and Robert and Brian, my, we met at the bar. We somehow started talking wrestling at some point. I don't even remember, but uh, my our fans, you guys know, uh, you guys know Robert, you guys know Vlad. But since Brian's new, uh, I would I wanted to start the show by asking him first, uh, just a, a question, a general wrestling question. So, do you remember your first? earliest wrestling memory dig deep dig deep in your brain because i asked this to vlad the other day and he was a little surprised at that question but what about you can you can you pinpoint it the age what channel what was the show anything uh damn putting the brother on the spot right out the gate (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so i can answer i'm trying to think like so I'm I'm probably the oldest guy in this on this show right now. Uh, I don't know. Don't you know, take the camera off me. I, I ain't gotta do that. <laughs> uh, Your feature, right? I, I think I think the first is like it took me a while to become a wrestling fan. I didn't become a fan until the uh, the Monday Night Wars, like uh, when I was in college. Um, but interesting. I was familiar with wrestling as a kid because I grew up in the whole, you know, uh, the 80s boom and the expansion with Vince and all that. So I, I'm, I, yeah, man, my earliest memory. Honestly, it might have been Rocky Three. Uh, wow. With Hulk Hogan. Uh, Thunderlips. <laughs> yeah, Thunderlips versus uh, Rocky. That might, yeah. Yeah, that might have been it. Um, I mean, I knew I knew of Hulk Hogan before that, I think, or maybe it was after, because uh, they had the you know the uh, what was it? What was it? What was the cartoon they had back in the eighties? Uh, the Rock, Rock and Wrestling, Rock and Wrestling cartoon. Yeah, that's right. Um, so that was how I really became 
familiar with all these, with you know, with these, with these, with these characters and everything. Uh, Attitude King Kong era, Bundy, huh? King Kong Bundy, I think uh. was somewhat when I, when I was I forget what Christmas it was, maybe eighty six, eighty seven. But one of my aunts got me one of those LJ, LJN uh, action figures from WWF, Ooh. and it was King Kong Bundy. You guys remember those figures? You probably don't. But these figures were just made of hard plastic. You couldn't move them at all. Yes, yeah, I remember. I have some of them. <laughs> they, were, they were either like this or like this. Like you. And, but I had a King Kong Bundy figure, and I've always been a fan of King Kong Bundy because of that. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think Rocky Three might have been my first memory of pro wrestling. That was a movie, so yeah. Well, that that was a very realistic looking wrestling scene, <laughs> like the punches and everything. <laughs> definitely, definitely remember that. That's a good one. How about you, Robert? I don't think I've ever asked you. Can you can um, you pinpoint your earliest wrestling memory as I, a kid? Well, I, I can't remember like the first memory, but I I knew it was in the time when um, I, I think I saw like. Shawn Michaels attacking Mr. Perfect or something like that. I, I, I believe that's the, the, my earliest memory that I can, that I can recall. That's um, pretty specific. Yeah, like it wasn't even in the ring. It was like outside, like a, a, like right by a car. Like I, I think one of them attacked each other. Maybe it was Mr. Perfect attacking Shawn Michaels. I, I forgot. Um, do, Doink the Clown stood out to me. Oh, okay, I was a kid. Okay, do, Doink the Clown really stood out to me. <laughs> yes, he was a clown. Sure. Uh, Yokozuna. So, so WWF. You started yeah. watching WWF yes. first. Yes. Okay. Um, but you know, I, I wasn't. Re I didn't really get hooked until um, until uh, both The Rock and Stone Cold started getting like really hot. All right. And, so we're all attitude yeah. era kids here, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. For yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, listen, yeah. uh, I'm going to go ahead and start the show. We're going to do uh, a little bit of wrestling discussion of modern wrestling topics. Uh, we're not going to, we don't, we don't, we're going to go really into the past today because there's just too much going on in today's wrestling world. Uh, we got enough to talk about. We got enough on our plate. So, uh, I'm going to start with uh, angles. Well, before I say that, you know, I wanted to mention something to Brian. You know, yeah, I just I just remembered it because I to me? since okay. since he's here. But yeah, because just, just to Brian, just to Brian, well, to Brian. Yeah. <laughs> and, and in general, you know, because this is the Malapert Smart Wrestling Podcast. We're supposed to be Malaperts. We're supposed to be judging these shows, telling what we think of it, if we think they're doing something wrong, if we think they're doing something better, like we're some kind of experts, and yet we're not. So that's what malapert means, when you're being disrespectful to someone who's obviously more experienced than you. But, you know, it is, it's a nickname, it's in jest, okay? We're not very, we might criticize, but, you know, I've changed my tune on Tony Khan. I told you this at the bar, Brian. I yeah. used to be very, very critical. Now that I have a podcast and I could barely get on the air once a week with one one-hour podcast, and I've been run ragged all day preparing. You could never prepare enough. You know, I didn't. I didn't really prepare enough. I prepared, but I wish I could have done more. And it's just difficult, man. And doing the, these shows on Dynamite and Collision and everything he's thrown together, I get it. You're up against it. You know, you have to throw something on the air. Sometimes you just got to improvise. So sure, I'll be critical. I'll criticize some things, but overall, I'm not really, 
you know, I'm, I'm not as critical as I was before. I used to be very pissed off when these shows were bad. I used to say, man, we need this to be better. Come on, we're wrestling fans. We need something. But God, it's not easy. It's difficult. There's too, there's a lot of personalities, as you guys know, in wrestling. And a lot of these things just don't really line up perfectly. There's injuries and, you know, he's, he's new at this. So I take it easy on him. But yeah, if you guys want to let it fly with some criticisms, go ahead as much as you want to. It's up to you. But all that being said, let's start the show. So let's move along. We got uh, some major angles that I want to discuss for sure that we have to discuss. So we're going to start with Adam Cole and MJF. So they lost on Saturday to uh, at, to FTR at Collision, which wasn't the surprise that they lost. But was what was in question was whether they would remain friends. And we got this memorable moment here. If I could pull up the Malapert Smart TV that we use from time to time but uh we got this moment where uh they lost and we really didn't know what was gonna happen we didn't know if mjf was gonna stay friends with adam cole or or hit him in the back of the head (laughs) but god mjf is so good but in regards to this angle i'll start with brian since we're new since you're new here uh you take the floor. What is going on in this angle? What what is going on here? Uh, <laughs> like, well, first of all, I gotta say I'm impressed that you're able to just put that footage up right now. Like, <laughs> I, I'm really I'm really impressed with the production of this of this of this show. So kudos to you and Absolutely. everybody involved. That's that's just very cool. all credit to Kahan. Yeah, all credit to Kahan. And I'm well, thank also you. I appreciate that. And and before I get into that angle, I'm I'm glad that you had that you mentioned what the Malapart Mark wrestling was because I thought this was the Quantum Flux, and I'm like, you got two different names here, <laughs> and I'm like oh. Malapart, what the hell is that? But I'm glad I'm glad you explained what that what that means. I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not Albert Einstein, but I'm also not a dumb dumb. But I did not know <laughs> the term Malapart. Uh, yeah, so thank you it's that. not a common term. And Quantum yeah. Flux is the name of our network. I hope to have more podcasts on this network eventually. Okay. okay. At so this that's point, the parent company. Yes. And this exactly. Is, okay. Right. Got this you, is got this is our only show at the moment. <laughs> all right. All right. But more to come. I got you. Uh, in terms of that angle, um, so I thought the match that they had on Collision last week against F- FTR was freaking great. Uh, I've, I mean, FTR it was. It was. FTR is awesome. Uh, Adam Cole and MGF are two phenomenal talents. This storyline has been a weird one for me because the signposts seem to all indicate the obvious. And based on ratings, because I, I saw, I saw that you know this, you know, the episode of Collision where they were the main event, like it did numbers higher. It was the second highest rated episode of collision outside of the premiere which is impressive and also knowing that their t-shirts are selling out the wazoo it's like the number one selling AEW merch that double clothesline t-shirt and anything dealing with mjf and adam cole is like hot so i watched that match and i and i i saw it a day later i didn't see spoilers and i was kind of like as it went on i'm like you know you got to strike when the iron's hot i thought Maybe they put the straps on them and then they do the rematch at Wembley. 
they obviously did not do that. You know, they lost and then had the, you know, the angle at the end where, like, is MJF going to hit him with the belt, him being Adam Cole? And he didn't. There's, It's a good story right here that's happening. Um, the promo segment on Dynamite, uh, I thought was good, but it left me feeling a certain way where I'm like, I, I don't know if fans are as into seeing these two wrestle as they as they are seeing them teaming together against somebody else. Um, because when they when they announced on Dynamite that you know they, they you know when MJF had mentioned that, hey, you know you're not deserving this rematch, but of any rematch, you're deserving of the rematch on the biggest show that we can give you. And, you know, the crowd popped and everything for all, for all in and Wembley. But I, for me, I, I don't know, like the, the reception of that didn't seem to really strike the crowd as much as I think maybe uh, the creative minds were hoping for, because I think, I mean, I'm not, at least for me as a, as a fan, like I'm not at a point where I want to see these two wrestle each other. I want to see them as a team still. I think there's so much more juice on that fruit. Yeah. Versus them being against each other. And they're obviously moving the numbers. Like they're ratings movers. Like anytime you have Adam Cole and MJF together, like people are tuning in, they're invested. And I think that there was some, um, I would have pivoted. I would have put the belts on them. I would have had them go over FTR. Because I did, I think there's, I think the fans are more invested in them as a team than they are is them in this babyface versus babyface matchup at all in. Um, so that's yeah, why so my question I, was, what the hell is going on? And you're giving such a good answer because yeah. I am so confused by this whole thing. <laughs> so yeah, it, I, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. <laughs> let me let me let me pivot to Vlad for a second, Vlad. Let me just ask you, in terms of the storyline, it's start, it's starting to make be a little weird to me. Well, first of all, the world title means everything to MJF, right, in the storyline. Why is he giving sure. Adam Cole a shot at the title just like that? Okay, I know they're friends, okay? Secondly, we've seen this baby face flash of MJF recently in the past. It happens. You know, he did it with CM Punk where he was getting some sympathy. And then he always just turns in the end back to what he was. Right. So I'm, I'm very confused though. Like they're confusing me, and I'm I'm thinking MJF has something to do with this. But are you seeing any holes in this storyline, and are you seeing that this can go somewhere? Well, as far as the overall angle, it's been hit or miss. You know, the matches have been good, but what? But then what about all that comedy, all that junk that we had to kind of sit through the them at the restaurants and them at the bars and uh, you know there's been good stuff but there's also been a lot of crummy stuff that really is beneath mjf as a talent i feel but um i don't but you know in, in some ways it's good because we don't know where it's going and it's not predictable i think there's some positives to that like you don't want your wrestling to be predictable you kind of want it you, you want to keep the fans guessing a bit and that's what's kind of happening here I don't know who's going to somebody's going to turn on somebody on this on this uh you know on this match when they have the Wembley title match but who's it going to be it could be it could be Cole 
It could be. It could be MJF. <laughs> we don't know. I mean, it could be a. Pl- it could be a plot by Cole just to you know to get a title shot. You know, or be to get yeah, a title shot. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty wicked. Taking advantage of yeah. Adam Cole's vulnerabilities <laughs> to get a title shot, pretending to be yeah. friends with him. That would be a pretty crazy heel turn. I, I would right. I would agree with that. I don't know. I mean, of course, money is on MJF still being the heel because he's so good at it. But I mean, this guy's good at everything. He's good at being a face. He's good at being a heel. I mean, yeah, obviously he's better yes. as a heel, but but he could do both. And I don't know. I I can't say where it's going. But as far as the overall angle, it's been hit or miss for me. I like MJF a lot, as as, you, as anybody that knows me knows that. But. Uh, you know, I kind of defend Cole a lot too, despite criticism that he gets. You know, and I know he gets a lot of criticism for being thin. And you know, I've always kind of had a soft spot for him for whatever reason. I don't maybe because I'm a skinny guy myself. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but I've always had a soft spot for Adam Cole. Well, this and, is the yeah, best best that they've done with Adam Cole in AEW so far. But Robert. Can you give us any thoughts on this? What What are you thinking? What is going through your yeah, mind? Here? I mean, I I mentioned this um, two weeks ago on on the podcast. I remember, I I think I'm sure you guys remember when I said um, this the hints of like a a, a swerve or a turn was happening sure. a little too soon, because <clears throat> oh, you know that this you know this pairing um, of MJF and Adam Cole, it's the the fans are really really invested in it and you know, like and like what Brian mentioned you know there's the merchandise uh, it's like selling like crazy so I I feel like they should have milked this a little bit longer before even hinting at you know some tension between the two of them they they should have just kept rolling with this um with this team like you know just instead of uh instead of like going at, against each other um so it sort of reminds me how like you know um, when the acclaimed had a really hot run and then i don't know what, what they i'm not sure what happened with the booking but they just they just kind of killed it like the momentum just kind of died i i was kind of i'm kind of afraid something like that will, will happen with this uh mjf adam cole angle um where they, they could have just milked this tag team a, a lot longer you know and then we we know eventually they're gonna you know um fight each other but it didn't, didn't have to be this soon <laughs> Well, just because they made shirts for them and, uh, you know, merchandise, I don't think that means that they're going to stay together because I think it's easy to make T-shirts these days. They make T-shirts nonstop. No, it's easy to make T-shirts, but it's hard for them to sell as well as they've been doing. That's true. And I absolutely absolutely agree with Rob where he's saying it's like there there was – I'm sure that Tony Khan in his mind had his story that he wanted to tell with these two. But sometimes you've got to pivot, and I I think when you when you when you realize you've 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 stumbled upon something that is hot that the fans are liking and enjoying with the MJF Adam Cole pairing as a team, it's it's like maybe that wasn't in his original plan, but it's like it's working, it's moving ratings, it's moving merchandise, maybe because I mean look we're all like we're all. We're all no dumb dumbs here. We know that obviously they're good. It's gonna fall out, and they're gonna have their you know one on one match, whatever. But yeah. did we need to just rush to it as quickly as we did? And I'm always willing to give you know the creatives the benefit of the doubt from one episode to the next. I I just think that especially seeing what happened on you know Dynamite of this week, I just think they. 
I think they missed the point. I really do. I think they, they would have been well served to either have put the straps on them, on MJF and Adam Cole, and do the rematch of them against FTR at Wembley, and then maybe have some angle there. Yeah. That then catapults them sounds towards. better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know. Like, again, like, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm all of, of the emotion of it all where it's like, I like both these two. And, you know, Vlad, you mentioned that like, MJF is a, I mean, he says it, he's a generational talent. And Adam uh, yeah. Cole is fucking phenomenal. I, I, I know people talk about his physique and all that. And I've, I've seen Adam Cole's physique go up and down through the years. Cause I used to see him all, all the time in PWG where he looks, he looks much more healthier now than he did when he was like, he had like the, the, I don't know, you know the, the bigger body. But he didn't look as good. But it's like, I don't give a shit about physique. It's like Adam Cole is a great wrestler. He's a great talker. He's a great personality. He's awesome. MJF is awesome. I'm just not in, I'm not, I don't want to see them wrestle each other. Not yet. As, as friends. As, like, they're going to shake hands like it's a ring of honor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and as friends. And I, and, I, and I mean, I think the way that I'm seeing the storyline going where I do, I do think that it's going to be Adam Cole. Who do, it's like a double turn where he's yeah. the one that is going to ultimately stab MJF in the back because I can't I and again I mean what the fuck do I know I can't because they they've done this pseudo babyface turn with MJF before and he went right back to being his standard healness of it all yeah for them to do that again where he's coming out. Yeah, in his soul. Yeah, telling the story again about the quarters that were thrown at him and yeah. Drew Boy pick it up. It just it, it it just seems way too soon to try to tease fans' minds about him turning babyface, and then ultimately him being the one that is you know MJF and is the ultimate heel. I think I think it's I think it's Adam Cole who is going to going to be the snake uh, that yeah. will ultimately stab yeah. him in the back. All right. Well, listen, we're 20 minutes into the show. That was a nice, nice, good, deep discussion. Let's move along, though, because um, this is the uh, AEW World Heavyweight title. But I don't know what that AEW World Heavyweight title is, but uh, CM Punk also. <laughs> that is the real, the real World AEW Heavyweight, heavyweight Championship. <laughs> so over on Collision, they're going to be uh, – Fighting for the real world heavyweight title, Ricky Starks versus uh, CM Punk has been set up. And um, first of all, let me just comment here first about this. I have a I have a comment about this. Uh, shouldn't someone have asked MJF about this? Like, where are all the reporters? Like, w- wouldn't a good reporter be like, "Hey, did you just hear what what CM Punk said? He was in the main event in a tag title match." So there's that. And then uh, another thing was Ricky Steamboat somehow was set up as a special guest referee for a match that was just randomly set up on the moment. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? But okay, that's fine. Um, but let's uh, let's hear your thoughts on how uh, the brand split and there's two world titles now and basically Collision and Dynamite are pretty, pretty separate. They have pretty different styles of show. And uh, anything you want to comment on about all this? Again, I'm going to start with Brian this time. Uh, let's let's 
Well, let's hear what you have to say about any of this. Uh, well, first of all, I would just say the, the reason that Ricky Steamboat has been involved is because of his past history with CM Punk and Ring of Honor. Uh, there was something that happened between the two of them back way back in the day in Ring of Honor where Ricky Steamboat was uh, involved in some angle or some program that he had going on. So that's why he, he you know, CM Punk called out uh, Ricky Steamboat. Oh, he's just his right. friend. Like, he knows he'll come if, if I yeah, ask him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, okay, fine. That's but, cool. <laughs> but, yeah, I, you know, I, honestly, like, I, I like, I'm enjoying Collision a lot, and I do like how there is a different cadence to this show versus Dynamite. Um, and I've enjoyed every episode of Collision up to this point. And, and honestly, if I'm being, if, I, if I'm being honest, which I am, I'm not gonna lie to you, motherfuckers. Uh, I would, I would, I think I would probably hazard a guess where it's like, I probably enjoy Collision more than Dynamite hmm. recently. Hmm. But this whole situation of CM Punk carrying around <laughs> this other belt, like I kind of just rolled my eyes from like, Oh, here we go again. All right, so now we've got, you know, that's punk. true. It, it happened in WWE. Yeah. It did, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm, I'm kind of over people wrestling and had, like booking these matches for titles that are not recognized. I'm like, I don't care. Well, he never uh, lost it. Is there I know, any? I know, I know, I know. He didn't. But to your point, uh, Kahan, where it's like, I saw that segment and I and I thought the promo segment was great. I mean, seeing Punk, I'm a big fan. Uh, you know, brawl out, notwithstanding, whatever. Like, I'm glad he's back. I'm a fan of CM Punk. But when he introduced this concept, the fact that he is the, you know, undefeated champion, he never lost that belt, whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm with you on that. But to your point, he never mentioned MJF. And MJF was on the show. The actual AEW world champion was competing on the same show. There was no interaction. There was no mention. And I just found that odd. Yes. Because especially especially <laughs> with MJF's character, where it's like, okay, so ostensibly he's in the back, right? Because he's in the main event of the show. We just talked about his match, you know. And so CM Punk is out here talking about how he's the unclaimed or the, you know, the undefeated champion. Like, no one beat him for this belt. And I'm like, well, I just kept waiting for MJF's music to hit or something to come out and be like, oh, bro. All right, I feel I hear you, but I am the AEW World Champion, and there was none of that, and they just kind of set up this match with Ricky Starks, which I'm sure will be good because I'm a big Ricky Starks fan. I love Ricky Starks. Oh but yeah, I just I'm I'm not yeah. This is uh, one of those things where it's um, I'm sure the match will be good, and it's got angle alert written all over it because you got you know Ricky Steamboat being a special guest rep like i don't i don't see this ending in, in any sort of uh uh you know fashion where it's like we're gonna get an answer to this whole thing but yeah the fact that mjf didn't come out and retort or even mention it in some passing way like that stuck out to me like a like a like a, like a sore thumb so all right so it um, wasn't just me then all right no no <laughs> robert uh were you thinking the same thing or what i um, not really. I, I just feel like um, since MJF has has his own angle with Adam true. Cole at the he moment, and, preparing and, and, for and, a and, match, and, 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 yeah, and CM Punk has to deal with um, has his angle with Ricky Starks. Um, they both had to kind of take care of their own business, their uh, business at hand first. But I I do think like uh, I I believe the fans will um 
would think that uh, MJF has his own thoughts about what uh, CM Punk says. And at some point, he will say something. It's just not now. But de definitely, yeah, they're, they're, they're going come to blows, come to blows again uh, at some point. So it will be mentioned. It just, they just, they're just not doing it right now because they're both in their own separate angles. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't really think that. They're in their uh, separate universes. <laughs> the Clipping Universe and the Dynamite Universe. Well, they they could have done this tag team match on Dynamite so that they wouldn't have been in the same building. I guess could have been uh, a small thing they could have done to fix that. But well, Vlad, you're you're right. I think I think FTR has been competing mainly in Collision since it started. I, know. I think yeah. so. And Collision needs a, a a big match to maintain. You know their ratings on that show. So I, I was, I was, I, I got no, you know, uh, problems with, with them having that tag team match, that tag title match on collision. And like I said, they did a great rating. So yeah, that's great. Let me just get Vlad's thoughts real quick before we move on. Does this, did this bother you the way it bothered me? You know, not really. Not, I kind of uh, more with Robert on, on this two, one. Two, I, I huh? think, okay. Well, I think, well, I mean, obviously there's a, there's a greater, uh, political issue within the company you know the, the divide you know there's no true leadership in the sense that you know people don't want to work with each other people want to be on separate shows it's it's pretty ridiculous when you're paying these guys the amount of money that some of these guys are getting to say oh i don't want to work here i want to work here only i want to work there i mean yeah suck it, up. suck it up and work with each other for god's sakes you're getting paid six figures seven figures some of you guys come on man you know, it's ridiculous. Just get out there and be professionals. I mean, with the money that you're you're getting paid, with the TV time that you're getting. Anyway, that's the biggest story. As far as this, I don't want to go too much into that. Maybe you have maybe you have that for another discussion. So I don't want to go too deep into that. But as far as this angle, I mean, obviously I'm happy for Ricky Starks. I want him to get some shine. I I think he deserves it. He's a really good talent. He's a he's really good on the Agreed. mic. He's he's been underutilized for so long. I think it's time that he's kind of in a main event angle. Um, and the one thing I will say, though, I did he, he for Punk, he did mention MJF not this past week, but I think two weeks ago, or maybe it was past. I, I know he mentioned MJF in one of the one of those weeks. I can't remember now. It's all kind of blending in. Where he did say, like you know, when he was talking about Starks, like you, you know, you're just this like MJF in the sense that you know you're, you're just all talk or something to that effect. You know, and, I, and you know that I'm the real champion, something to that effect. So he did mention him. I just can't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago when they were at their face-to-face. -face. Well, when MJF mentioned Punk, start. too, a little bit. That's right. That's right. He did. He mentioned <laughs> Not in a good way, not in a nice way. <laughs> but anyway. It's all in the air. Uh, it's all in the air. This I whole mean, thing is yes, hanging around. And yes, of course, of course, the in the end, they're going to meet up, you know, and have this the, the match or maybe more than one match. I don't know what the plan is, but and it's going to be great hopefully you know that's the hope but that is the plan and uh, you know we'll see so i'm happy with, with what's going on on collision because i'm happy that starks get some shine i think punk has enough shine and you know that you can get that starks get some rub you know as far as working with someone like punk so that's all it. right well listen i'll come back to AEW in a little bit uh but i'm gonna i'm gonna jump over to wwe i got one more topic before and then we got a game and then we got uh SummerSlam we predictions. Got, we got we got games. I got I got a game. Kind oh, of. Nice. Okay. I'll, I'll okay. <laughs> yeah. A game. I can't. I can't oh, this I don't know what's coming with yeah. the game. 
Wow. Sort of. I wasn't yeah. ready for this. That's a great it's... tease right there, Kevin. Like <laughs> well, I slapped something together, but you'll okay. see. But before we get to that, we'll just talk about Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. Uh, jumping all over the place, jumping to NXT. Brian has stated in recent history that NXT is his favorite brand. Uh, I don't know if you're still keeping up with that. <laughs> did I tell you that? <laughs> you did. So you, maybe maybe you were a few drinks in. You okay, told okay. Uh, Yeah. No, well, no. I I I very much enjoy NXT. Uh, it is now. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna probably come across like an insult, but I don't mean it as such. NXT is like a shoot work version of Glow. There, it is so out there, bonkers. Like the segments and some of the things they do on the show are are brilliant. And then there are some things where I'm like, what the what the hell is? Yeah, that? some like, things don't land. It's, it, it's, it's 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 glow like a lot of it, but it is one of it is the one show that I look forward to watching the most from week to week because I, I because I know I'm either gonna I'm I'm probably gonna see a really good match because this is it's it's a roster comprised of really good talented individuals, men and women, and then is NXT is developmental and you've got these guys and and gals that are green. And you have this whole hodgepodge of that on the same two hours. And it's just fascinating for me. I just, I, I enjoy watching NXT so much. So, yeah, I'm a fan. Uh, I mean, shit, you've got Ilya Dragunov. Who, <laughs> That's true. Dragunov like, is great. There are a few guys who are great. ready. Right, right. And that's the thing. There's a lot of guys on NXT that are ready. Tyler Bate, Carmelo. Uh, Wesley. Dragon Lee. Wesley. And they're there, and then you've got them paired up, and you know, in, you know, mixing it up with like some of the, uh, you know, the, you know, the guys like I said that are green or that are, are getting their reps and their stripes, you know, by being in developmental. And it's just a fat, like I said, it's just a fascinating watch. And well, look, I I I gave you a little time to gush over NXT, you know, but yeah. we don't we don't cover everything on there. When when guys from the main roster go go down there, and you know, something to pay attention to. Like I've been watching recently because Dom and Rhea have been down there with the North American yeah. title, and um, I don't know if you watched the Great American Bash, but that uh, <laughs> was a really great match that Rhea Ripley won for, for Dominic, basically. But uh, just in general terms, I want to ask you guys about this uh, dynamic between Dom and Rhea and the fans. What do you, Vlad? Do you have any comments about how? Rhea is like loved and Dom is like completely hated. <laughs> well, I love the dynamic. I mean, I love that. And I also love that they're everywhere. I, I don't, I don't have any issue with it. I think it's great. I mean, I mean, it seems to, right. I mean, didn't you say that because of their presence that NXT actually got a huge ratings bump? Uh, uh, like a hundred fifty thousand, maybe. Something yes, they like did. That. Yes, they did. That's, that's significant, 150,000. You know, that's not bad. Yeah, that's, that's true. Not... That's a needle mover, a little bit of a needle mover. I'm, Shit. Uh, I mean, considering I think they were always around like 550,000 or 600,000 maybe people watching and then another 150. That's not bad. But anyways, um, I, yeah, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm a big fan of Rhea. Obviously, she's an incredible talent. I mean, she is so good. <laughs> it's not even funny. Her look, her work. 
I mean, it's just fantastic across the board. I have nothing but positive things to say about her. And, and I'm kind of happy that with, that she's, you know, with Dominic and kind of maybe, you know, he's with around, he's with, Dominic is with, around, you know, some good veteran people, you know, uh, some guys that could kind of teach him the ropes a bit. And he's learning to be a really, really good heel, you know, and he's got the crazy heat going for him. They won't let him say a word. I kind of like the dynamic. I'm happy with it. And, you know, I'm glad that they're kind of on every show because I kind of enjoy their segments. All right. Robert, you got any uh, thoughts about the, the dichotomy uh, between well, the hate and the love from yeah, these so that they're getting? All, first of all, I, I want to say um, Dominic Mysterio, man, he's he's such an inspiration. He's living proof <laughs> that you could, you could start off as an ex-con and still succeed in life. Damn, that's man, true, man. I've never I've thought, thought about that. Applause for Dominic. And get a woman like, like Rhea. Exactly. All right, so, um, yeah, yeah. The, the, the dynamic between um, Dominic and Rhea, I think, is actually pretty fascinating. And I, it's, it's funny because, um, you know, I, I guess Finn is the leader of Judgment Day and... Um, What's the other guy's name again? I Damian, Priest. Damian Priest. Damian is, Priest is the Money in the Bank winner, but they're they're like, I I feel like they're they're they play a far less significant role as far as like you know, um who the as far as the fan interest in the Judgment Day like um it's yeah. it's more Rhea and Dominic that you know people are interested in seeing like what happens next you know, with that group right <laughs> they're they're the needle needle movers in that group and Rhea you know you you. Uh, you could have, I guess you could say you could see that coming from you know, like a long time ago. Dominic is a, was a big surprise though. So, um, yeah, I mean, I love it. And I, I like that the, the fact that they're uh, visiting uh, NXT and, you know, uh, getting more eyeballs on that product. Well, listen, Brian, before I go to you, I'll just mention to me, I like it too, but there's one thing that bothers me. That makes the because we're smarks here, okay. There's one thing that makes the show kind of seem fake to me, is because is that as that Rhea is not getting any of the heat from Dominic. Like, shouldn't some of it be rubbing off onto her? Like, he's getting booed to hell. Then she grabs the mic, and she's just beloved. Like, right? Am I? There's a little something off here about making the show kind of more believable to me. Is am, am I? Is there anything there that you kind of thought uh, to? There, there's Jericho and Don Callis. <laughs> <laughs> not the same, not to the same extent, but. Well, yeah, I know, but my my point is that it doesn't make sense that Rhea's getting not getting any of the heat that Dominic's getting. If if the show is at all believed by the fans, as as being some something that's supposedly supposed to be real, you know, you're supposed to go along with the storyline. They're supposed to hate Rhea too. Like when she grabs the mic from Dominic, they're supposed to pour down on her. You're his friend. You're Dominic's friend. You're hanging out with him. We don't like this guy. But none of that comes across. None of it. So do I have a point at all here or is, am I just overthinking this? Uh, I, I disagree with you. Uh, I think Vlad said it. Like I think the dynamic between Rhea and Dom it's fucking brilliant. And I think the fact that Dom is as hated as he is and Rhea is as over as she is as a heel is what makes those two together work. 
And I love, I, I, I love where she has now become basically like his kind of a siphon where she's like telling the crowd, all right, shut the fuck up. Like let my man speak. And they're like, no, no, it's, it, it's got this dynamic where it, it's engaged the crowd in a way that I think is fantastic. I, I, I love, I know that, I know that Rhea is a heel and she is a heel, but I like the fact that, you know, the bookers in WWE are not trying to overcorrect something that doesn't need overcorrecting. She's a heel. She cheats. She does her thing, but they're not, but they're also recognizing that yes, people love her because she's badass. She's dope. And fans want to root for Rhea, even against the baby faces. I kind of, in other circumstances, I, I would not think that this dynamic works, but it's working for her. And she's like the over heel in the heel group comprised of other heels that are not as over as her. In particular, Dom. And when it comes to Dom, I think him, you know, joining forces with um, Judgment Day has been the absolute best for his career, as young as it is in WWE. And and I would even go so I would go so far, and I'm so happy for him in how he's doing. I go so, I go so far as to say that Dom is the equivalent. Dom being in Judgment Day is the equivalent of Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn's involvement in the Bloodline, where he was that guy that turned that entire faction around. Like I was always cold on the Judgment Day, especially when they first started with Edge, when they kicked Edge out and then Finn took over his role as the leader. I was still like, I don't know, this faction just seems like you're trying too hard to be cool, edgy baby faces. It's just not working with me. I give all the credit to the WWE creative, you know, Triple H, you know, they course corrected in a way that has been phenomenal. And I think Dom has been the linchpin that really set this 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 faction. Like like right now, I look at Judgment Day and like not just me. I mean, we all like them now. But like they're moving numbers on NXT. Uh Anytime that Judgment Day is involved in NXT, like I think Dom's match when he won the NXT North American North American title, that did better numbers than when Seth Rollins was down there competing against Braun Breaker. And a lot of it I'm sure had to say with the fact that, well, of course, you know, Braun Breaker's not beating fucking Seth Rollins. I get that. But I think Dom, this dude is amazing. Judgment Day <laughs> is amazing. This whole dynamic works. You know, you've got Rhea, who's the uh, the women's, you know, uh, world champion. <clears throat> Damien's got the money in the bank. Uh, Dom's now the NXT North American champion. And I don't know if I'm, you know, getting it too far ahead, but I think that Finn is going to beat Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. And this faction is just going to be up the wazoo sure. with titles. And you've, got the dy- and you've got the dynamic of Finn being the champion, and they've already planted those seeds of the uh, of the situation between him and Damian, where Damian's got the money in the bank, Finn wins the title from 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 Seth, and you can, I mean, I I mean the storylines just write themselves as far as what you want to do with this whole faction. I am very bullish and high on Judgment Day, which I was not months ago, but they have killed it. Dom has killed it. I'm so happy for the kid. Uh, you know, being the son of a legend like Rey Mysterio could not have been easy. And I think this hill turn was something that is akin to when The Rock debuted. 
and he was that they they made him this white meat baby face. Nobody give a shit. They turned him heel, and he was off to the races. Um, not to say that you know Dom is probably going to be in the in the realm of uh, the Rock, but I'm just saying that there are certain times where you can turn someone heel, and it just galvanizes them as a character, as a performer. And I think you know, like you said, you know, pairing them with these veterans, Rhea, Damian, Finn. And him working with them is only going to make him better in the long run. I love the Judgment Day. I love Dom. Give me more Dom. I want Dom on all the shows. Fuck it. Put Dom on <laughs> on AEW. Put him on. Put him on Dynamite. Put him on Collision. <laughs> give me all the Dom. Give me all the dirty uh, Dom Mysterio. That's my. You story. know. You know that was that was not last not last week, but the week before that, Dominic Mysterio was the first. WWE superstar to main event, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT on the same yeah. week. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yep. Interesting I didn't, point. I didn't know about the SmackDown part. I didn't yeah. know about that. Oh, yeah. He showed yeah, up there, on SmackDown. Yeah, because I, really, yeah. I don't really watch SmackDown, so I didn't know about that. Yeah, he, he, he yeah. wrestled uh, Butch in an oh, impromptu okay. match for the NXT North American uh, title. Shawn Everyone wants that NXT North American title. <laughs> well, listen. Uh, so... There's a lot of angles going on in the world of wrestling. Way too many for us to really be able to talk about all of them. We'll be here for, for hours. So um, I've come up with a little thingy here. Let me see if I can pull this up. Give me one second. Give me one second. Don't pull out right. your thingy. No, no, not a thingy like that. Oh, all right. I got a wheel of angles. Wheel of oh, wrestling man. angles. Okay. We could, we man, could spin it. has gone all out. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm impressed, brother. Damn. This is, so, this is awesome. We could spin this a couple times, maybe two or three times. If it lands on something really bad, just say, let's not talk about this. Because okay. Alpha Academy and the Viking Raiders okay. are on this wheel how, also so how long how long is it spinning <laughs> well i'm gonna spin it right now you guys oh, ready it's, let's it's go not really spinning. Okay. all right yeah, let's go <laughs> all right all right all right where to land LA nobody night. knows la night oh okay no. oh my god <laughs> andrade's mask yeah. god oh, damn no. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we spin again <laughs> You guys, wanna, two out of three? you guys want to uh, yeah, spin again? I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed if you if you spent if you spun this motherfucker again. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know what? But let let me take that off the list. Then. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's yeah. Oh, I'll that's take hilarious. I'll take good, that good one match, off. Good match, but yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, good match. That's that's a good point. Okay. All right. Back to the wheel. All right. Sorry, I'm a little confused here with all my stuff it's a little complicated but no, you're, do, you're doing I'm good sure bro. you're doing good you are doing, all right, you're all doing right. really well yeah. all right let's go again next spin <laughs> i need a i need a song for this i need a song for this uh okay oh what the oh jade cargill okay all right what do we got on jade yeah. Well, Jade uh, she, says she hates the wrestling business and never wants to come back after they gave her that big, long, undefeated push. <laughs> okay. I, I, I think I think you're editorializing a little bit. <laughs> that. I don't. I don't think she's come out and said said that in those words. Um, well, she said she's glad to be away from wrestling. Basically, that you know. Just happy to be away from it. I don't. I don't know. It doesn't seem like she's into the 
the world of wrestling. And it's kind of sad because they, they put so much into her, AEW did. And um, I don't know. I, I think they I think it was kind of a waste, personally. I don't know if it'll go anywhere. We'll see. I mean. Well, I, I, I didn't take that harsh of a take as you're, as you're having. I think because I, I read her statements. You know, she you know wanted to take some time away. And that's how I took it. You know, it's like, you know, she had her run. She got defeated. Uh, it's not uncommon for people to take a sabbatical and then come back. Like, that's how I took it. I didn't I didn't take it as anything other than, you know, she wanted to, you know, maybe just spend some time at home with her family. Uh, I, I very much expect her to be back in AEW. I mean, Ronda came back, but, you know, I, I don't, she, uh, I don't think she, she cares. She said a lot worse things about wrestling. All right, let's move along then. Fine. Uh, let's spin it again. Well, no, let's you don't want to get you don't want to get Rob's or, uh, opinion. Hey, if anybody wants to, ju- anybody uh, wants to jump in and talk about it, you know, you got a good. point to make. Oh, but, oh, damn it! <laughs> Going third, Drew. Yeah. This is this is a bad sign for LA Knight. <laughs> <laughs> for all right for our audio podcast listeners because this show is on audio form too on you know apple itunes or wherever you find your podcasts uh it landed on um on uh what did it land on drew and, Gunther? Gunther? Drew drew and, and Gunther. Gunther. drew and Gunther yeah. instead of la night it almost hit la night but uh <laughs> all right life <laughs> if it, well, anyone think uh drew mcintyre is gonna beat Gunther or this is this is just another bump in the road for I, Gunther. I don't know if they, they if he will, but I, I I think they should keep the title on Gunther. Like they should keep his run going. <laughs> That's just my opinion. I mean he's had it for quite a while. El- Drew McIntyre was a WrestleMania may- beat Brock Lesnar in the main event of WrestleMania. I mean he's not chopped liver here. Oh, um, that's true. Gotta give him something too. I don't know. I I don't think he's gonna win either. But yeah, I, I I say um, Gunther, uh, they're yeah. not going to take the title off him just yet. <clears throat> All right. Just I, give my, it... my only concern, I'll just say real quick, is that Drew was off for a while because there was some talk about him not being happy with his booking. Whether that's true or not, who knows? He came back. He's now in a pretty good angle with you know Gunther, who's you know obviously really good. I hope that you know Gunther kind of keeps it, and it's not like part of. Drew coming back as that he was promised that he was going to win the title or something like that. But you know, it's just, it's a thought that crossed my mind. I I I would say, hold on, don't don't spin this yet. I got I Gunther's my favorite man. I fuck I I love Walter, oh yeah Gunther. I it would be bookie malpractice if they had Gunther take the L against Drew McIntyre. Oh yeah, I agree, hundred so, percent. Well, we're in agreement then. Yeah, yeah, we we are. I think all three of us are. Like, I think Gunther needs to win. Uh, out of all of the NXT call-ups, I mean, the, the NXT call-ups, you know, and just since NXT's been a thing as far as its current incarnation of NXT, I honestly would hazard a guess. I mean, obviously you got your Seth Rollins and people like that, you know, uh, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns. The way that they booked Gunther since he came to the main roster has been nothing short of perfect. There is no way, in my in my head at least, that you have... Drew McIntyre beat him for this championship, yeah. uh, because so where you I, go with and, Gunther and and I and I love Drew and that this is no indictment on Drew. I think Drew McIntyre is freaking awesome. I'm a big fan, but in the same way that whoever beats Roman 
needs to get like it needs to be a special type of cat. The same thing even for for the Intercontinental title, like the way they booked Gunther and his run. I don't think Drew winning does a whole lot to further make Drew. So it's like, yeah, you can you know you can put the strap on Drew and have him go over, but it's like, is he really is that going to change uh, the fans' perception of Drew McIntyre at all? I think people know Drew. It's like you've been a world champion. You beat Brock Lesnar. You've done all these things. We know you're a top guy. For you to go in and beat Gunther, and then for the for the IC strap, I'm like, no, that doesn't make any sense. It's like you don't need it. You're, you'll be fine. You take the loss. You elevate Gunther. They've been doing a great job of it, and you keep it going. And I know that they well, I don't I don't know for sure, but he's close to eclipsing the honky tonk man's record uh, as intercontinental champion and i think you know WWE recently has been in this mold of like these records and like they want to break all these things he's so close to it it would be weird for him not to break the honky tonks record at this point so long live gunther long live imperium the ring is sacred let him never be beat and that is my take on that <laughs> hey, he's, he's a good uh, candidate for world heavyweight champion probably at some point because yeah. Roman's gonna. I, I must. I must down say, the line for sure. Uh, since we're since we're talking about Gunther, I just thought of this right now. I really love his entrance. It's it's awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. I, I, I agree know. with Brian too. He's been perfect. Like, there's nothing more you could ask from him. I don't know what else you could ask from. Him. He's done his. He's I mean, done he his. Lost the weight. Like they always said, it's like, hey, you know, and, and, and like me personally, like I loved heavy Walter, you know, with, with he just looked like a big burly dude that was like, yeah, I do not want to get in a fight with you. He yeah, lost the weight, slimmed down, and he's still a badass. I, I, I was like, he's my favorite guy, honestly, on, on, on the roster right now. Uh, well, with his work, just the fact that his work is so stiff, but like still really good, you know, it's, it's just, uh, Oh, oh, really come along uh, too. I think so. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. There he is. Yeah, yeah. You froze up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did but you guys lose me? Yeah. No, it's oh, it's good now. Me. All right. I was I just saying, yeah, big fan, big fan of Gunter and his work, and obviously his. I think promos are coming along as well. Basically, what I said. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Vlad. If uh, you're going, you sound good right now. But if anything happens, we might have to restart your iPad. But we'll see. Give it a minute. Um. Sure. All right. By the way, also, Brian, yes, uh, free form, anything you want to like, anytime you want to interject, you know, don't wait for me to ask you guys to talk, you know. We're, we're all friends here. You can cut us off whenever you want. So, uh, well, where are we? Uh, we're 55 minutes in. What do you think? A couple more spins we got or what? Yeah, yeah, let's go. All right. I want the right. LA Knight. <laughs> if we want to talk about LA Knight, we might just do that, even if we don't. <laughs> That's true. I gotta ask Brian's opinion, but let's just but, give it a but, spin. Yeah, but but I love I love this game here. I love this game. <laughs> the walls. The walls uh, of Takeshita. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so okay. So Don Callis, Chris Jericho, JAS. If you guys know what's going on, Takeshita. Um, I mean, Vlad is over this whole JAS angle. It's getting a better ending than the whole NWO angle did. You know, like it's so important. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think Vlad even wants to comment on this. But if anybody wants no, to comment, I mean, 
if somebody else does, maybe I'll, I'll add something, but I don't want to start. That's for sure. No, I, I was glad to start because I, I don't know your feelings on this whole thing. So please. Oh, my God. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Jay, well, can, give feelings... us your thoughts about Chris Jericho and the JS breakup and him joining the Don Callis family and, and Takeshita uh, dedicating his new move to him, the walls of Takeshita. <laughs> Oh, Vlad froze up. Oh, too bad. Uh, well, we're gonna I'm ask gonna, him to we're gonna yeah, ask him to restart his uh, iPad and come uh, back on the Zoom. Can you guys hear me or no? Oh, we could hear you, but you're you're not. Oh, oh now no, no, you're fine. Now you're fine. Yeah, we're gonna ask you to oh. restart your thing, and you can come back on uh, if you don't All mind. Right, I'll, I'll try to re I'll try to restart and see what happens. You guys continue on, and I'll yeah, see if that helps. We might do a spin without you. We'll do a spin without you. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Do do whatever you guys gotta do. Uh, then I'll come back to it. No problem. All right. Where is Robert? Where is Robert? Right can I do? Here. Can I do a spin right without here. him? I see Robert. Well, I got. I gotta re readjust these pictures. So oh, Vlad is. Yeah. I know the names don't match now. Oh, shit. Oh, now I'm now I'm the wrestling expert. <laughs> oh, Finally, yeah. I've always it, wanted. And, to now, and now I'm Robert. Hey, I'm Robert. <laughs> I've always, brother. I've always oh wanted my to God. be the wrestling expert. <laughs> uh, our our audio podcast listeners will not know what the hell we're talking What's about. Going on? Yeah. I, I I look like a Vlad, so that 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 works. <laughs> oh, All right. Okay. Now Vlad is in the Matrix. Yes. I let's. Am. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm in there too. I'm in the I'm in the Matrix with him. Oh, Vlad's bit. back. Do you, do you take the red pill or the blue pill? Uh, I've uh, taken all the I've taken all the pills they can I, I took them both. I took them both, and now I'm just confused. And, and, that's, and that's, how ended, that's how I ended up here talking to you guys. Like reality still sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No matter what pill I took. Okay, but are you guys? Are you guys did you guys spin again while I was away, or no? No, we didn't have time. No, no, we didn't. We didn't. You're good. Okay, so. Uh, Oh, okay. I'll give you a second. Let me know when I can actually, what this subject we're actually talking about. <laughs> well, LA. I got you that. Ah, no, no, not this one. Oh, damn. <laughs> Oscar, oh. Bianca, and Charlotte. Anybody have anything oh, okay. to say while I while I fix our images? If anybody wants to jump in on this, I mean, I I don't know. I think this is kind of just a filler angle. If they're all good workers, great workers, but. I don't know if there's much to say about it, honestly. There's not really much to discuss. I think it's going to be a good match. It's Like you said, they're all really good uh, in their own ways. They have different styles, all three. But um, there's not really anything really to discuss, I don't feel. I mean, unless somebody has wants to say who should win the triple threat. I mean, does anyone have it? I mean, I personally think Bianca should have the title, but just, I think she deserves she, deserved it you know she should have it again and i don't know that's just my feeling on it but other than that right is there anything yeah no I, i'm with you i'm with you vlad like there's not a whole lot i haven't been very enamored with this whole storyline uh i think this is what this is for me like this is one of those situations where i'm like okay the build to this match for me has not been um all that compelling but because of the women that are involved, like the match, I think will be great. Uh, as far as who wins, like I, I think Oscar should retain. 
uh, if for nothing else, if for no other reason than the fact that, and again, for me, like this whole story just hasn't really hit. And in a situation where the storyline, like it, it doesn't feel like people are all that invested in this story. And it's a triple threat. It's like, just keep the belt on the, uh, the champion. And hopefully coming out of this, we can start to settle in on a straight one-on-one feud with a challenger, whether that's Bianca, I'm hoping it's Bianca again, or Charlotte, but just, I don't know. I'm, and that's just my bias. I'm not a big fan of uh, triple threats to begin with, especially triple, triple threat and multi-man matches that determine titles. I just, I'm not a fan of those. So, but I think the work will be great because I'm a fan of all three women. They're amazing. Oscar in particular, I think Oscar is, you know, male or female, I think she's one of the best uh, wrestlers on the roster. All right. Well, I don't, I don't really have much to say about this angle. I think it'll be a good match. Uh, I'll watch it. I think it'll be fun. But uh, I think it's uh, it's one of the weaker angles going on. But it's okay. You know, there has to be some angles that pop out and some that don't. So uh, I'll give it another spin. There's one angle on here that really sucks. <laughs> that I, I think Vlad wouldn't want it. It's, it's that best friends Lucha Brothers one. Oh, no. I got out of it. Ronda oh, Shane. Ronda. Really. Yeah. That's better. That's better. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> okay. Vlad, you yeah. texted me about this saying this was a great package on Raw, and I couldn't oh, believe God. you. I was like, yeah, whatever. Uh, Stop wasting my time with this text. And then I, I got home and I watched Raw and I was like, yeah, that was actually pretty meaty package. Um, that, that's what she said. But yeah, it's a meaty package. Yeah. <laughs> Black. What what do you think? You know, uh, you got any comments about this? I mean, other than, you know, we all know what the politics of it are and Rhonda's leaving and she'll probably put yeah. Shayna over. I mean, you sure. could just praise the package if you want. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, that's what she said to her. Praising, praising the package. Well, look, that really has been the highlight of the whole thing, right? I mean, that was that was really good. I was like stunned that, that that was actually, you know, it felt real. It felt really good. It felt like it wasn't really scripted. It felt like from the heart for both of the women. Uh, so I thought it was fantastic across the board. I can't believe that came from this really weak angle because the, the previous couple of weeks, they've just been kind of bland and didn't really feel like they were into it at all. So that was either it's a credit to the WWE like producers or directors, or it's a credit to the women that were able to kind of finally say what they wanted to say, you know, prior to their match at summer. I don't know. But either way, great stuff. Wait, but that's uh, really wait. the whole feud. That's a- so Shayna is mad because Rhonda let her live with her, but only because she would have to be her sparring partner and get the crap kicked out of her all the time. And now she's finally, it finally boiled over. Is that what, is that the angle here? <laughs> so am I, am I getting it right? Yeah. That she, that she took advantage of her. And all yeah. That yeah. Like I was going to say, I think it's a little more than that, but yeah. <laughs> she but took yeah. advantage of her. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I, I think this is a dark horse for being a really good match on this show because, um, they were they hang out together and they'll probably like rehearse the match like move for move like why not they they have time they probably got a ring so i i think this could be a, a solid one personally i like for me personally you know looking at this card for SummerSlam, like i think this is probably the match i'm looking forward to the most 
Interesting. Uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of Shayna Baszler. Uh, I, I think she's fucking awesome. Her NXT work was fantastic, and I know that her and and and, and Ronda, like they have been wanting and they've been wanting to do this feud for a while. And I was upset, like when they when they finally put them together. But at the tag team, I'm like, no, I don't want to see this at the tag team. I want to see them go at it. And yeah, it seemed like they hot shot at this whole breakup angle because I think uh, the other reports that I've read and heard is that Ronda just wanted out. But before she left, she wanted to have her match against her friend. And I think it's going to be a great match. I think Ronda is going to give her everything. Uh, Shayna is going, to, you know, and I and I think I think Shayna will end up coming out on top and I don't know I, I kind of feel like like my hopes for this match are pretty high and I'm hoping that they can uh you know meet them and I think they will but I I thought those packages were fantastic and I'm like I would love to see more of that on Raw Smackdown and just wrestling in general because they made it feel like a fight like there is a personal issue here this is why and yeah I'm looking forward to getting into the ring or, you know, whatever to, to settle this and to come out and be like, yeah, bitch, I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm the chick or whatever the fuck. Like I, I can't wait for this match. I'm super stoked for it. Um, and, and if this is Ronda's last match in, uh, in WWE, at least for the time being, I'm hoping that she brings her a game. I think she will. I mean, her, she doesn't, she wants to do right by her friend. And I think they're, they're going to kill each other. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm expecting like some Gunther, Ilya Dragunov like levels of violence in this match. That's what I'm. That's what I'm expecting. Maybe they should just let them shoot. Any chance they just let them well, shoot? Robert, who would win in a shoot? R- Ronda with a kid or Shayna right now? <laughs> um, in a shoot? Oh, Ronda, I would say. They, yeah, still. They, they, were, both, after... they were both. They were both uh, in. Um, MMA fighters, but Ronda obviously had a lot more success. I would say Ronda would win. I mean, yeah, even in those video yeah. packages, wasn't the whole point where it was like Ronda was like, "Yeah, you, you know, you." I think Shayna Baines was like, "Yeah, uh, I never tapped out or whatever until she does." I think, yeah, I mean, in, in a shoot, Ronda is probably gonna be the one. Yeah. But this ain't a shoot. This ain't a shoot, brother. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. should just let them go out there and shoot that would be cool but okay i know that's not gonna happen that's a that's a kahan booking that's a kahan vince russo but why don't you guys just go out there and shoot okay <laughs> and, anyways leave vince russo far away from, from, from everything. please yes well listen uh we're coming close to uh, an hour and ten minutes. What do you think? I mean, you guys, you want to talk about LA Knight, obviously. Let's just talk uh, about LA Knight. Let's Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do yeah. it before we yeah. move on to our SummerSlam predictions? All right. Let me talk to you. All right. Let me talk to you. Go ahead, Brian. Talk to us. <laughs> what, what's up with LA Knight? Is he going to get this push? Or no, like what's going on? Hey, hey, hey look, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what's happening with him. Uh, all I, all I all I know is that like, I've been watching Sean Ricker. I remember the first time I saw him, he it was Championship Ready from Hollywood. They had a show that they had on local TV here in LA, KDOC. And I remember the first time I saw him, and, and like you know, Championship Ready from Hollywood, a lot of you know, indie, you know, very lo-fi pro wrestling, but it was on TV. This guy stood out in a way that I the first time I saw him cut a promo, I'm like. Oh, WWE's gonna scoop him up. 
like lickety split. And again, this is like 2010, 2010, maybe, maybe nine even, I don't know. But, and he was being managed by, uh, Percy Pringle, Paul Bear, uh, oh, wow. fourth time on that show. And I just saw this guy and I was like, man, this guy is so great. And it's like, just his speaking and his promo ability. I'm like, this is exactly what WWE looks for. <clears throat> and, you know, I know he had a brief stint in NXT or FCW, never made it to TV, and then was released. And then, you know, went back to the Indies, you know, Impact, you know, his TNA run. He finally comes back to NXT. Like, I, I've been a fan of, of LA Knight for a long time. And I've seen his charisma i've seen his potential i'm like this guy has the makings of a star he called himself the mega star this dude is and from max dupree being the head of maximum mill models to <laughs> regaining his nxt name la night and being put out there and that was and, and tough not, that and, was tough and, and and being put out there after that in a position where he wasn't meant to really shine and get over but did in spite of that, is everything. Like, that is wonderful. And I, I, I am hoping that the powers that be within the company are seeing this. And I know I've read some reports where it's like, oh, yeah, we've got plans for him post-SummerSlam, da-da-da. I just, I, I, I just hope for the best for this guy because I've been a fan for a long time. And I just think he has it. He has it. And, the, and he has the crowd. They love this dude. He's a great promo. Is he the best in-ring worker? No. But you know what? I don't give a shit. I don't care. Because I like him as a personality. Uh, the best matches that I've ever seen in my life largely have nothing to do with the, the, the work rate. It's I give a shit about who wins and who loses. And I think that's when pro wrestling works at its best, where you can get yourself so involved in the outcome where it's like, yeah, I mean, obviously I don't want to see, you know, sloppy, sloppy mistakes or whatever, but I'm so invested as a fan that I just want my guy to win. And right now I'm that guy. I'm that, what, what's, what's it called? The, the Mal, Malpert smart. smart. And and I'm smarking for LA night because I want this guy to win. I want him to succeed. And I just want the best for this guy. And barring that, if he doesn't get that push, if this is another Zack Ryder type situation, well, then I can just lean into the fact that a guy that I've been a fan of for years is at the very least working for a company and getting paid what he's worth. You know what I mean? He's he's in WWE. He's at least getting paid. Like that was my thing with with, with Brian Danielson when he went to WWE. I'm like, I've, he's my favorite wrestler of all time. He's in WWE. I don't expect him to have these great matches like he did in Ring of Honor. I'm just happy for him that he's finally in a place where he's being paid uh, what he's worth. And obviously that ended up being way better than I expected. But for LA Knight. I'm glad where he's at. I'm glad that he's getting the shine. His merchandise is selling. And yeah, I want the most for him. I'm a fan. Yeah. Dumb. I wanted to bring yeah. back the, the, the dummy. I, I love him to bring that back. But yeah, I'm a big fan of LA Knight. So yeah, that's hey, how I feel. But you're, you know, you're right though. As a smart, as people who analyze the show, this is wrong that he's not getting a push, right? Exactly. This is like so messed up. 
It's like basic wrestling. The fans like a guy. Push him and make the fans happy. Like, what is your problem? What is the deal here? I don't get it. You know, it's there's, just... there's no negative to it, to be honest. Like, as over as he is, like, there's what's what's the negative? It's like, okay, maybe he didn't factor into their plans, but the fans like him, so let's try. And if he takes off, he takes off. If he doesn't, then okay, then the company was right. It's like, oh, we tried. It didn't work out. Whatever. But yeah, no plenty of things don't work out. There's no yeah. harm in trying because the fans love him. I love him. And I'm sure I, I'm 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 gonna hazard a guess that you guys like LA Knight too. Oh, yeah. of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves LA Knight right now. Everybody. Oh, 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 well, Brian, let me ask you the, though just this one thing that I think me and Keon talked about on our show on the show last week. Uh, there seems to be some rumblings that he that LA Knight rubs people the wrong way uh, backstage. Now I kind of with Kahan that I don't think it should matter because there's that's always been the case across the board in wrestling. It's there's a, a lot business, of guys. It's a business. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Oh, I'm, I'm going to say the same thing. This is the pro business. Oh, I'm with you. But you know, there's always politics in this stuff. So I'm just wondering, do, do you think that that could be playing a part of why they're not pushing him yet or if they even plan to? I mean, who knows, right? Uh, I mean, look, that that can always play a part, but I've heard this whole thing. Like, I mean, I've got friends that are in pro wrestling who have had that stigma attached to them where it's like, oh, well, they're, you know, they run people the wrong way or this, that, and the other. And, you know, that can mean a multitude of things. And and especially when you're dealing with a company as big as WWE, that could just be a couple of people's opinion who, for whatever reason, don't like a guy and are putting a thing out there saying he's hard to work with or whatever, because he may, you know, he may question uh, the creative direction or he may have questions about his character. To me, that doesn't mean hard to work with. That means a guy that's invested, that is just trying to really get a sense of where his character fits within the grand scheme of things. Uh, But even if he was like a dick and I don't know that he is, I haven't heard that at all, but I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just looking for the most negative thing. Let's say he's a dick. He goes out there and he's getting a reaction that most people in the back would kill for. They like this guy. So as a business, it's like, well, yeah, not to be, no, no pun intended. <laughs> maybe we should do something with this guy to at the very least, even if like, let's say he's like the worst person backstage and I'm being hypothetical. Yeah. Okay, fine. Maybe he is. But he's moving merchandise. The crowd loves him. So let's push him and try to get as much out of him before the whole thing blows up. Whatever. It's a business. You've got these talents. Maximize the strike while the, while the iron is hot. That is my yeah. thing. Uh, and, that, and, that is my, and that is my take with the worst scenario, which I don't believe that he's – I don't really believe these reports that he's, like, hard to work with and this, that, and the other. You know, uh, because I've seen that label get thrown to people – uh, wrongly, where it's like, I'm not hard to work with. I just, I'm just asking questions here. Like, I just want to know where the creative is going. That doesn't make me hard to work with. I'm just invested. And yeah, don't put that label on me. You know? It's a very fair point. Yeah. Maybe WWE just like yes men. You know, like, hey, we don't have a good plan tonight. We just need you to go do this job. Uh, we don't have a lot of time to talk about this. You know, I'm busy. Just go do it, please. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. All conjecture guessing i have no clue i don't know why he hasn't gotten a run yet it's way overdue 
Um, but I think so. So here's the thing, right? So he's in this bad, the Slim Jim Battle Royal. He's going to win it, you think, but win. I thought that before. Oh, yeah. I thought that win. last – I thought that about that U.S. title tournament first round match I know, that I, I was know. all excited about that yeah. too. Me too. But... <laughs> Me too. I thought, yeah. All right. So, well, listen. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. Well, you know, this is already becoming one of the longest shows we've done, which is nice. You know, you're here. I'm it's sorry. a special I'll, episode. I'll, I'll no, no, no. That's great. Yeah. It's no, honestly no, – I, I can be long-winded, so just – yeah, you can – yeah, just tell me, be stop. Well, no, I mean, we're, we're going to do our SummerSlam predictions because SummerSlam is in a few hours here tomorrow. And, um, well, the last thing I think deserves a mention before we jump to that is Rob Van Dam coming back on Dynamite, which was a really cool nostalgic note moment to me. And uh, <laughs> I I love RVD. You know, I feel like he, he got overpushed in TNA when he went over AJ Styles. But, you know, it's still nice to see him. I don't think he's going to beat Jungle Boy. But anybody want to comment about RVD? This is your chance before we move on to our SummerSlam predictions. All right. I'm a fan, I'm a fan of RVD. Fan. Yeah, good, yeah, good to see him. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not really I, – I mean, it's good to see that he's, a, that he's doing well. But that he's alive? <laughs> he only smokes he weed. He's, he doesn't do that other stuff. <laughs> well, I, that's, why I, that's why I was saying – that's why I was – I cut myself off. He's not one of those that, that was ever on the juice, so he should be fine. He looked, he looked like a mad pothead, you know, marching down that aisle, getting going Maybe to jungle. a mad pothead. <laughs> he is a he mad probably pothead. is a mad pothead. Yeah. <laughs> it was, that jungle boy really ruined his buzz, man, when he was like heard him talking. He's like, what the hell? What is this guy saying? All right. SummerSlam 2023 is tomorrow. Um, Ricochet versus Logan Paul. That's your boy, Brian. Ricochet. What are you, are you are you enjoying this push that he's been getting, being in the spotlight with Logan? It's been good, but it's been unfortunate because I know that the only reason that they paired them together was to give Logan Paul a win. Yeah, uh, he needs a win. And that's exactly what I expect going in. But I think, again, like, you know, I look at Ricochet. It's like, dude, he, he's another guy from the indies that I've, I've loved for years. I've probably seen – I've probably been to more wrestling shows and have seen him wrestle more than any other wrestler in my life. And so I'm glad to see that he's getting this platform, but yeah, it'll be, I think it'll be a, it'll be a fun match. Uh, but yeah, Logan's definitely going to go over in my opinion. Um, Cause he has not won since last year's SummerSlam where he beat the Miz. I want to say. So I he's agree due for a win. He's due for Lo a win. I, I pick Logan also. Vlad. Yeah, definitely. think it's going to be Logan. He's can't lose every match that he's, Basically, any big, every big match that he's been on. So I think he's definitely due for a win. So. Robert, do you want to pick Ricochet uh, or what? No. I, uh, well, let me just say, I, I really don't like the Paul brothers. Uh, it's funny because Logan Paul has a match against Ricochet, and then his brother um, Jake Paul has a boxing match against Nate Diaz the same day. I, <laughs> I would want both of them to lose, but I, I think Logan, I think Logan's actually going to win um, against Ricochet. So you think Ricochet is going to get his girlfriend insulted and then lose the match? I mean, no, I'm sorry. No, no, my bad. Did I, did I say I, – I meant to say uh, Logan's going to beat Ricochet. Yeah, I don't want yeah. Logan to win, but I but I do expect him to win. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I never may, knew maybe, the – may, Maybe Jake Paul, his brother, could lose against Nate Diaz later on that night. <laughs> that that would be nice. Yeah. Let's go I never Nate. knew the ring announcer was Ricochet's girlfriend. 
that was uh, interesting to me. And I, I like her. I don't know her name, but I think she's really good. Samantha. 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 Yeah. Yes. I've seen I, some I, of her Instagram pics. Of... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Instagram pics. Yes, that's what they are. All right. Uh, Gunther and Drew, we already did. Everyone said Gunther. Okay. I guess I'll go along with that. Uh, how about Oscar, Bianca, and Charlotte? Anybody want to make a prediction? It's kind of a tough oh, one to me. I'll go with Oscar. Yeah, it's not tough to me, Oscar. What do you think, Brian? Well, I've, I already, I already mentioned that I think Oscar should, should win. So uh -huh. I'll pass it to Vlad. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Bianca. Maybe just by personal preference. Maybe with, huh. just not even thinking booking booking wise. That's who I'd want to win. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. I mean, it's if, a good if choice. Oscar, I like Bianca, yeah. If Oscar wins, they'll just continue this weird feud. So, I don't know. I guess I'll go with Bianca. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a weird so one. Two, two for Oscar, two for Bianca. Yeah. All right. No, Charlotte. Hey, Rob, me and you, we, we won this pick. All right. <laughs> well, well, my part of my part of my um, decision making on choosing Oscar, besides the fact that I'm a big fan of Oscar, is I feel like EO is gonna challenge her at some point. Um, like th there's gonna be a EO versus Oscar feud. Yeah. Too, well, EO yeah. could potentially be in the match. That's happened. She could walk out of this True. match with the title. That, that's that, a, that's that could, that, could that is someone is, you yeah, could pick. Yeah. You could pick that, I guess. <laughs> but I. All right. How about? Uh, I think this is an interesting one. Seth and Finn. Um, I I want to say that after everything that Finn has said about how his life has been ruined and he can't think about anything else, and and this is just all it means to him in the world. Like if he loses, this would be like really weird for him. Like where would he go after that? I don't know. So I'm gonna. I think Brian mentioned it earlier. I think I'm gonna go with Finn Balor on this one. I think I'm gonna. I mean, it goes against what I said a few weeks ago that I think Seth Rollins is going to have a really, really long title reign. But I just think for this storyline and just the fact that the Judgment Day is really hot right now, I'm going to pivot and I'm going to say I think Finn's going to win. Uh, Vlad, what do you think? Do you agree? I do agree. I think it's time huh. that Judgment Day wins some big matches. You know, they've always kind of come come on the losing end of these matches, you know, Damian Priest lost some matches, Finn has lost some matches, Dom always loses, I mean, the only one that always wins usually is Rhea, so, um, I don't know, I think it's time that they get a big win here, and I think it would further the angle between Finn and, and Priest, which is, they have some tension there, obviously, it's been building, so, yes, I think that's the direction to go, because while I like Seth Rollins as a, as a wrestler, I mean, his title reign is bland, and I don't care what anyone else has to say about it. It's he's he's his character makes no sense, and it's just time to move on from him as the champion. Vlad, Ru you just turned babyface. I mean, <laughs> I, I I I don't know I don't know of any wrestler that's working today in a major promotion that I love so much for their in-ring ability and skill, mm -hmm. but at the same time, loathe their character. Oh, my God, yes. Seth Rollins, the, the, the character, Seth Rollins' current gimmick, whatever, the laugh and all that dumb shit, like, he yeah. is, like, just fingernails on a chalkboard to me. Yeah, uh, I agree 100%. 100%. When he wrestles, but, but when, he, when he wrestles, one of the best, not only in WWE, yes. but one of the best, just period. He's phenomenal. Yeah. 
I think, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think Finn needs to win this. Um, just a man, not only the Judgment Day's kind of a current push and hotness, but for him to finally get that win over the guy that he beat to win the Universal Championship, but then had to forfeit it. You know, I think he buttons up that story. And on, and I think Finn's been on a roll of, of late. Like, I think this is the best version of Finn Balor that I've seen on the main roster uh, since he got to the main roster, uh, being with Judgment Day. So I hope he wins. At the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if Seth does. But as a fan, I'm hoping that Finn takes it. Yeah. Robert, your, your pick, um, please. I think because of the, the angle with um, Finn and Damian Priest, I think it would only make sense that Finn picks up the win here. So I'll, I'll choose Finn also. All right. We got two more matches. Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. Um, let's start with Robert. Um, Cody Rhodes, and I hope this is the end of their feud. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they say. They said that on Raw. This is uh, the end. That's That's what I got to say about that. I'm yeah. kind of tired of this. I could stretch this out another couple of years if Not I had me. to. No, no, no. A couple no. of years? They, years? Yeah, uh. yeah, they could go to each other's houses, you know, show up at, at, at no, the ranch no. and all that. You know, Now, if they really wanted to distract Cody from whatever world title he's supposed to win that he's never going to win, I don't think. But uh, Vlad... <laughs> You're still on this. <laughs> I don't think okay, yeah. Cody will ever win the world title, personally, but that's just me. Well, that's a weird take. I've I've said I, that. I, that I, was I, one I, of my I, first shows. Was the I hottest take I had. Okay. Yeah, I disagree too. I, but yeah. I think I love the chase. I'll, I'll agree that that's a hot take, but I don't agree yeah. that that's gonna. That's happen. not a hot take. That's just a weird bad take. <laughs> <laughs> I'll that's believe it when I see it. The hot take. I'll believe it when I see it. Vlad, I need your pick. Yes. Yes, it's Cody. I, I've actually enjoyed the feud, but yes, I think it's time it comes to an end because what more can you do? The blow off should be SummerSlam, so uh, yeah. So it's Sorry. just a normal match, right? It's a singles match, or is it some yeah. kind of hardcore match? Or something? They haven't put any. They haven't put any stipulation to it. No, no gimmick. So. Okay, so Cody clean then, huh? He's just gonna beat him. Nothing weird. I think so. I think. Huh. So. I mean, I I hope so. I mean, I'm picking Cody as well, and I'm glad that there's no crazy step like. I don't know. I, I I don't consider myself like a purist, or maybe I am, but I, I think there's nothing wrong with just having a match. <laughs> it doesn't need <laughs> to have a fifth. It's you're going to win, you're going to lose. Like, I think Cody should go over. I think he will go over. And I think it'll be good. Um, and he will move on to the next thing, which, I mean, I mean, Kahan, you, you, you know, you mentioned where it's like, well, what's next if, if, if he does win? And that is a question. That's right. That is a big question. That's a big question, but I think he needs to win to um, to disclose this story. Um, yeah. And Brock, Brock doesn't need the win. The win will do way more for for Cody. And then, yeah, we can get him out of this. Uh, I think you know, three matches, boom, just a rubber match. He's gonna win, hopefully. All right. Speaking of matches with stipulations, the last one is called Tribal Combat. And some people might think that's another word for no DQ hardcore match, I guess. Um, well, that, it is what that is. What it is yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's just what it'll be. I guess, you know, Solo could just 
be in the in the match. He could just be a two on one match. They could do it like that, like Shane and and Vince used to do, just outright. I guess don't even start like the match one on one. Just just go. I mean, look, this is a long a, a, another in a long list of guys: Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes, who look like they should have beat Roman Reigns, but ended up losing by some kind of shenanigans or interference. I mean. So this will be another one, probably Jay Uso, because I don't, I don't. I mean, a part of me thinks that if he's gonna put anyone over, maybe he'd want to put a family member over. So there's a little part of me that thinks that I guess Jake Baby could win, but no, because it would ruin everything. Roman's I, gonna I, be the champion for five years, I think. I, I, five I love more how years. You're twisting yourself and not <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out a way that yeah. Jay Uso is gonna be Roman. No, see, like, no. when when you listed all those names, uh, out of all those names, Cody was the only one that I thought would have like legitimately sure. Roman like everybody I, else or, like I knew that I was gonna say yeah. Sammy Sammy and Cody were the only ones that to me were built up in a way where it was like okay I could see it and Sammy being the you know a you know a very distant second to Cody but yeah it's yeah. like no there's no way that Jay Uso was beating Roman Reigns he shouldn't <laughs> beat Roman Reigns right now like the person no, who beats Roman needs to be Special and I love Jay Uso. I love him. There's a reason why he was the one that got the pin on Roman at the last uh what was that? Um Money in the Bank? Money yeah, in the Bank. Like, yeah. Okay. Jay got the pin to set up this. He's not pinning him in a singles match. There's just no freaking way. No. Roman Roman's gonna win and he should win. There's no Yeah, no. I mean, unless you're Vince Russo, just for shock value, and you want to have Jey Uso beat Roman Reigns after all this time, it's like, no. Roman's going to okay. win, and he's Okay, win. okay. So everyone's in agreement, then? Yeah, uh, for Roman. sure. It, it, has to be, it has to be Roman. It, it would yeah. make no sense booking-wise to, to, yeah, just it would make no sense. Do you expect to see anybody? Rikishi? Um, oh, anybody oh, like that? Uh, I mean, I've... Not today. Not. I've I've actually been expecting to see some of those guys for like the past couple of like Roman's big matches. I mean, I don't know if they're just like saving it for when he actually does lose, but they've. I mean, they've made mention of you know the elders, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, Afa, Sika, you know, and all these guys. Right. Like it'd be great for them to show up at a time, but I'm not sure if I'm expecting to see them on on Saturday. But I think when we do see them, I think that might be when he's actually dropping the, the championship. So maybe next year's WrestleMania against Cody. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've, I've already I'll, – I'll send you a link to my, my prediction Can't about like that. Not, about that's not happening. Cody will <laughs> – I, I think Cody loves not getting the title. I think like once you get the title, it's like where do you go after that? I don't, I don't think it's going to be Cody. I mean, maybe he could get, win the world heavyweight title, possibly. I don't think. Okay, Roman, well, I, well, if not Cody, then who? I don't think anyone's gonna do it. I think Roman's gonna be there as long as he's healthy and good looking. Five more oh, years, on, maybe six Seriously, years. Though, I mean, obviously he's. Why not? not? I mean, no. There's well, another title wrestling, because it's wrestling, and he's not gonna win. He's not gonna have the belt in, in uh, perpetuity. Like, just give a name. Like, but, is there anybody but, that you? They've think done that. Or no, but come on. You, I'm at, okay. Just as an exercise. I, I, who, who, dude, who I really don't have? know. If it's not Cody, then I don't know. I don't know. And that's that, there's that, no that, one that's else. Why it's gonna be Cody. That's why it's gonna be yeah. Cody. <laughs> Process of elimination. If okay. Nobody else. <laughs> if he wins the Royal Rumble and gets and fights Roman Reigns and wins the title, I'll shut up. 
but I just don't know. I don't I mean, see I, it. I can, I can throw out some names. I mean, outside, I mean, I think I do think Cody should be the one to beat him. But it's like, okay, so you've got Braun Breaker, depending on how they feel about him. If they wanted to really do something with him and have him kind of shock the world, I could see him potentially being somebody that could dethrone Roman. Um, who else? Uh, it's a long shot. Gunther, he's been a guy that's been protected. They're two heels, but a guy that's been protected uh, has looked strong in all of his matches, which is very key. Gunther is, I, I love him because he wins because he wins. Uh, he just beats the shit out of people. He <laughs> power balls him to death and he takes the L or the, or the W. Uh, but Brian, listen, can I interrupt you? Because, yeah, of course. I mean, these are all okay names, but the thing is, if you're not going to do it at WrestleMania this year with Cody when he had it perfectly like on a silver platter. Why would it be Gunther? Why would it be Braun Bray? You want to start all over again to build up another I, baby I, face? I, I, I am producing names that you weren't able to. That's my point. <laughs> so I can yeah. give you a name. L.A. Knight. How about that? <laughs> L.A. Knight. World Heavyweight Champion. I, love I like LA. that one. MJF. Yeah. We, but L.A. Knight is not Make the it. guy to the throne. Yeah. Woman. Yeah, well, exactly. They don't even it's, let him. They don't even it's let gonna him. Be, they don't no, even let him I, I know. I, I know yeah. who it's gonna be. It's gonna be MJF in 2024. There you go. <laughs> there we go. It probably will. Well, if he decides to, you know. Yeah. If 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 Ruth Pritchard decides to step in there, but anyway, ba- baby face I, I, MJF. I Dude, WWE ball. fans. Oh hell! That's, oh god! That's it, right? That's it. That you lost. That would me kill there. Robert. That, 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 you Robert would literally, there. Robert would literally have a heart attack and stop watching wrestling oh altogether god. if that happened. <laughs> no, but well, I, I think it has to be Cody as well, just for the record, and I think it will be. And I think what's going to happen for, until now into WrestleMania, Roman's going to lose more and more of like the remainder of his family and whatnot. I think eventually he might even have a feud with Solo. I mean, that's yeah. just, just my guesses. I mean, that's kind of what they've already been teasing. So until, like, he has nobody left, and then, like, come WrestleMania, just going to be, like, a, nobody's going to give him the hope that he you know, always has in all these matches, right? So, and I think that's why Roman, I mean, that's why Cody will finally defeat him at WrestleMania. And, and, WrestleMania. Let's, not, and, and let's not, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, Vlad. And let's not also discount the fact that there's another Fatu out there in MLW Oh, um, yes. I'm Jigga Fatu. Heard, sir, so many um, good things, but, you know, love to see him here. He, he's, he's, he's freaking great. He's solo, like, times 10. And, yeah, because he's bigger. But I, but I do think that he – I think he might have re-signed with MLW, which, which is uh, – which is I've always, I've, I've always thought about that. I'm like, why isn't this guy in WWE already? Because he's definitely ready-made. I don't, so I don't know if there's some, some story behind that, but, you know, whether – he starts feuding with Solo or starts losing members. I was just thinking about him always being like the back pocket where that's, that's a fat too that is could potentially be on the market that could join up with Roman. But, but yeah, I, I'm with, I'm with the crew here. Not you, uh, that <laughs> Cody is sure about- and probably will be the one to beat Roman. All right. Well, what, about, what about the rock? What about well, really quick? What about the rock? I mean, they were always teasing the rock uh, moment. I mean, not that rock should beat him, but that's that they should have some sort of no rock should not beat him. No, no, I don't no, think no. rock right. should no. beat him. No, and, not to I, beat him, but like to have a match. See, I don't, I don't oh. even want to see that. I, maybe okay. I'm the outlier. I, I don't care about that match because I know that rock's only there for the match <laughs> and he's going to lose. Right. 
And it's like, well, okay, you wasted my time for this. Like, and I love The Rock. He's the guy that really got me into pro wrestling. Like, but in 2023 or 2024, potentially, it's like, okay, you're going to have Roman Reigns wrestle The Rock. Yes, it will be an attraction, but there will be no drama in it. Like, I know yeah. there's no way Rock's going to beat him. Unless, like, the only way I, w- I would have any sort of interest is if Roman had already dropped the title, and then That's they have point. this match. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, how are they going to go? You know, that is – but with the title on the line, I really right. have no interest because he's not going to win. Like, Rock's not going to be defending that thing. The, the, the champion, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, that makes sense, yeah. Well, all right, guys, listen. I'm a, I'm a big fan of this episode. It's one of my favorite episodes of the Malapert Smart wrestling podcast we try to do one of these every week brian we're like uh we're like wwe monday night raw even if there's not much to talk about or if i just like you know got out of jail or something i'm i'm gonna do a show every week the show goes on yeah the show, the show the sh- somehow i'll get a show on on the air <laughs> but but listen i'm i'm so glad you finally came on you know i know you'd, you'd rather be out you know maybe partying or hooking up with chicks or something but uh I'm really like, I'm really yeah. honored that you you would I'm glad, spend. I'm glad I'm glad to have been here, and I I, I love I, I mean, and again I'm glad for the invite too because I mean this is what we talk about at the bar, so it's, yeah no it's know, super you... easy I mean yeah. I, I I prepare and I get real nervous, but once I press record it kind of comes out real natural, yeah. you know yeah. so you know if uh, if you want to come on from time to time or maybe you know on a bigger episode maybe the fiftieth or the, the you know, episode or, you know, whatever, you know, you're always welcome. I'll I just, appreciate that. I'll, yeah. I'll send you zoom invites. You don't have to come on all the time or whatever you, whatever you're up to. I know you're, you're a busy, hardworking man, but, uh, thank you for I'm your no, insight I'm no, today. I'm, I'm, I'm no busier than the rest of y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and this is fun. And, I, and like I said, I, I mean, you guys are my friends and I love talking wrestling and no, this is, this has been great. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send you some links, uh, tonight and tomorrow if you want to post some stuff to your your instagram or something but uh all right well SummerSlam is tomorrow um i mean i think i'm gonna be home watching it i might not i might have to cover at work but i'm not sure but if if anything you know i'll be here watching it i'll, I'll mention it to vlad and you guys if you might want a place to watch it but that's up to you guys um but anyways that I've, I've been kahan coming to you from the gates of hell this is uh, Kane's old apartment. I, I picked up oh, the wow. lease after he left. <laughs> so, oh, great control. Yes, no, yeah. it's good. It's good rent here. I mean, it's kind of hot, but it's it's not that bad. <laughs> but uh, for yeah. Kahan, for Robert, for Brian, and for Vlad, the wrestling expert. That's the end oh, of this God. episode of the Malapert Smart <laughs> Wrestling Podcast. Have fun watching this week's wrestling, and we'll talk to you next week.